0: and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. Welcome back folks to another very special episode of the Soul Talk podcast. It's amazing to connect as always. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If this is your first episode or you're new to the Soul Talk podcast, I'm very excited to connect with you, to inspire you and Ultimately, to do my best to add as much value to your lives over the upcoming weeks and help you transform your life so that you can live more authentically in alignment with your soul and fulfill your soul's destiny and purpose in this lifetime. And so, welcome to to the Soul Talk podcast. And uh, also, a special announcement. May the 4th, folks. Put this on your calendar. May the 4th. My new book is going to be released with Penguin Random House. I'm very, very excited, honored, privileged, and looking forward to spreading a message. Uh, I will be making an official announcement uh, in a couple of weeks. So get ready, stay tuned. Make sure you are subscribed to all of the latest updates. You can go to my website, wwwcootblaxon.com. That's K-U-T-E, Blackson.com. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about love, L-O-V-E. You know, it's love month, depending on when you're listening to today's episode. I'm going to be talking about love and the three main love blocks and how to overcome them. The three main love blocks and how to overcome them in your life. Love. Love is the foundation of human existence. We write songs about love. We write novels about love. We watch and make movies about love. We write and create and read poetries about love. Love motivates so much of all that we do, whether we are aware of it or not. Love is the underlying foundation and motivation for us as human beings. A life without love would probably not be a life worth living. As human beings, we are shall we say, on an eternal quest, seeking love, seeking love in, in all that we do, sometimes forgetting that love essentially at the foundation is what we are. Life, for many of us, if we're not conscious, has become a process of seeking and getting more love. If you look at what drives us, we often exercise so that we can look good, so that we can get love. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong, folks. I'm just taking a look at what motivates so many of us as human beings. Many of us, we go out, we make money in the world so that we can be loved. Like if I make enough money, I'll finally be enough and I can get the love I want. I'll be worthy and I can be loved. We do so many things to try and get love without even being aware of it. Yet many of the ways that we seek to get and derive love are dead-end paths that often don't bring us the love and fulfillment that we deeply desire in our hearts and in our souls. If you track the underlying motivation of so much of what we do is to get love, as human beings, we are constantly searching for love outside of ourselves to fulfill us through some form of external validation in this never-ending cycle of seeking for love. We want love through sex, through fame, through friends, through soulmates, through alcohol, through food. A never-ending story of suffering, dissatisfaction, getting love. It's so One thing that we have to shift to begin moving through the three fundamental love blocks that I'm going to share with you is a re- Conceptualizing and a re, a deeper understanding and a shifting of the paradigm of our understanding of love. Moving from this idea that love is something you need to get, love is something you need to attain. This is how we are programmed as human beings. That love is something outside of yourself. That if you can do X, Y, and Z, then you'll finally be able to be worthy to get it or, or then you'll finally get it. Get that PhD, get that car, get that body. The idea that you can do and be something to get love reinforces that you are not enough as you are, which tends to push the experience of love further away. So first realize... As we get to the three fundamental love blocks, love is not something outside of yourself. Love is not something you have to even get. Love is the very nature of what you are. Love is the very foundation of your own being. Love is the very essence of your existence, the very essence of what you are. Love is a state of being, not simply something you do. Love is the foundation of your life. We have just tended to lose touch with the love that is our innate nature. And so the process of seeking begins because we have often gotten conditioned from a very young age. From a very young age as children, we are, we are connected to, we are in touch with the essential nature. We are in touch with our own pure consciousness, our own uh, true sense of being love itself. And you look at a child, a child is uh, full of love and they're in touch with love. And I think that's why when we are around children, it activates the love inside of us that the children tend to remind us of the love that we are. But through the process of living and parents and life and trauma and hurt and pain and, and, and just living and condition, being conditioned by the media, et cetera, et cetera, we begin to sl- disconnect as a way to avoid pain, we begin to develop all sorts of roles, masks, and personas in order to get love and fit in, and, and we create a sense of identity and self. We're taught from a very young age many times from our parents that are just doing the best that they can do based on their life and their upbringing and their childhood. We're often taught sometimes the message is, is direct and, and we hear it. Sometimes it's a unspoken message in what gets reinforced and what gets praised for us as children growing up. The sense of if you do X, Y, Z, if you are XYZ, if you behave a certain way, then we will love you. Then daddy loves you. So love then becomes a reward for a certain kind of behavior for us as children. We begin to link then. Oh, the more I do that, the more I am that the more love I can get. We begin to disconnect from our true self in an essence. We begin to disconnect from our authentic nature, uh, with the intention to get love and seek love. And as a result, because we are loved conditionally many times growing up, I'll love you if, I'll love you when you get all A's, or if you're a good girl, or if you're a certain way. We internalize this as children and we begin to betray ourselves. Here's the challenge. We begin to betray ourselves. We begin to negotiate parts of ourselves in order to be loved. This is a deep pain. This is a deep wound inside of us that many of us carry that we often don't know how to handle and because of the pain of self-betrayal or selling ourselves out or losing parts of ourselves, we we often seek out certain addictive behaviors, drugs, alcohol, sex, etc., etc., in order to anesthetized the feeling of pain of being disconnected from our authentic self. So just consider as we consider love, what parts of yourself have you been trading for love? What parts of yourself have you been given, giving up for love? This is why I said at the beginning, we need a redefinition of our concept and our, our idea of love, our idea of love. Our idea of love has been limited to the level of our conditioning. You love me, I'll love you If you do what I want This is not love, this is a trade And many times our idea of love Is based on our Unmet needs As children You love me if you do What I want you to do And from this place We often make other people responsible For our loving, which is something we'll get in, Into in a second So When I say the three main love blocks, what do I mean? The first main love blocks, you see, love blocks because we all want love, yet so often we have a hard time accepting and receiving love. We have a hard time letting it in. Sometimes when love shows up in our lives and people start loving us and giving to us, we don't know how to handle it. And so we push it away. We avoid it. We're not available to it. Our hearts are blocked from love. Block number one, to be aware of. The idea and the block, the concept, the story that I am unlovable. A few of you might relate to this one. Yes, I'm unlovable. I'm not lovable as I am. If you know who I really am, well, then you won't love me. And so what we often do is, as adults is we, we've learned from, from a very young age to hide our authentic nature, to hide our anger, to hide our emotion, to hide our quirks, to hide our weirdness, to hide our true self so that you will love me. This is deeply painful. The challenge is even when we get love by being someone that we really aren't, Deep down, it's never the love that we get is never really fulfilling because we know that the people that are loving us aren't really loving us. They're loving some version or some idea of who we are. They're not necessarily loving the real us, the real essence of who we are. So this idea that we need to be perfect in order to be loved. And the challenge with this block, I'm unlovable, is sometimes we're not even aware that this is the case. Let me repeat. Sometimes we're not even really aware that we're carrying this love block. It's just unconscious in nature. And as a result, we sometimes don't admit to ourselves what the block is, consciously or unconsciously. And so what we'll tend to do is we will work Consciously or unconsciously, once again, really hard to overcome this love block. We'll pretend to be perfect. We'll work super hard, become workaholics. We'll become super achievers and and save the world, make a ton of money. But the challenge is, it's never enough. It's never enough and it can be exhausting because we are trying to cover up this love block. The only cure... In quotation marks, so to speak, is to begin shift is firstly to begin to begin acknowledging that we have this love block. Ah, there's a part of me that feels unlovable. Just because you f- let me make it clear, folks, just because you feel unlovable doesn't mean you are unlovable. It's just how you feel and a block is in your heart based on your conditioning is not reality. And so, the only way to begin shifting it is to become conscious that you are carrying this love love block. Number two is to be honest with yourself about this love block without any judgment. So become conscious and then be honest with yourself and then start moving into a, a relationship with yourself of self-loving and radical self-acceptance. Radical self-acceptance meaning you begin to make peace with all of yourself. You begin to make peace with your imperfections. You begin to make peace with the parts of yourself you don't, you don't like. You begin to make peace with things you've done in your past that you might be judging yourself for that you think is, is the reason you're not lovable. You begin to make peace and you begin to bring loving, just loving, compassion, kindness, acceptance to those parts of yourself that are hurting. You can begin to bring love. You know, for instance, you can just daily visualize that little child inside of you that doesn't feel lovable, that was told they weren't lovable, that was treated in a way of not being lovable, and you can begin to bring loving and compassion to that part of yourself. You can begin to bring loving and compassion to that little child within you and hold that child within you affirming and loving and just breathing and bringing energy of compassion and empathy to that part of yourself. Remember, healing is applying love to those parts of yourself that are hurting. And those parts of yourself that are hurting, which will often mean you act out in some way, shape or form through an addiction through an outburst through insecurity through constant seeking through love addiction are really the parts of yourself that are most in need of love love block number two folks simply put i don't want to get hurt i don't want to get hurt so what we end up doing is we protect ourselves This love block blocks our ability to love and be loved, to love and receive love. And so we hold back. We hold back to try and protect ourselves from getting hurt. We hold back loving fully. We hold back expressing fully. We hold back truly letting love in and truly giving love because we're trying to keep our heart protected and keep ourselves safe. See, then love can't really get out, but love also can't really get in. Yes, love can't get out. Love can't get in. You may not get hurt, but it hurts when you don't express love fully and it hurts when people try to love you and you don't let it in. See, folks, it's risky to love. It takes a tremendous amount of vulnerability to actually allow yourself to receive because to receive means you have to open and to open is vulnerable because when you open, it means you might risk getting hurt. And sometimes we block receiving as a form of control. Take a look at your life. Is there anywhere in your life that you are trying to control, and you may not have thought about it as control, but is there anywhere in your life where you are trying to control as a way to prevent yourself from getting hurt? When you open your heart to love, my belief, my experience in life is you win. No matter what happens, whether you get heartbroken, whether you gain, whether you... Whether someone appreciates it or not, it doesn't matter. When you open your heart to love, you win. You will gain no matter what. The love that you give may not come back to you from the person that you gave it from. The love that you give may not come back to you from the source with which you directed the love, the organization with which you directed the love, the relationship with which you directed the love. But just know that whenever you love, it's never in vain. Whenever you love, realize you cannot cheat the universe. And ultimately, love the fact that you gave love and shared love in a relationship, in any situation, in any interaction, the love will come back to you. It may not come back to you from the person, as I was saying, but it will come back to you. And the fact that you open your heart, and you loved, you also open your heart to receiving love, and no one can take away from you the fact that you yourself loved. No one can take that away from you. And every time you love, you are cultivating your own love muscle. You are cultivating your love muscle within yourself. You are developing that within yourself, and you benefit from that. Regardless of what another person does, regardless of what another person doesn't do, you win. So realize that when you, that it's so important to love because it feels good to love. I believe that what hurts us is not love. Even though a block is, I'm afraid of getting hurt. What hurts us is not loving itself. What hurts us is our expectation of our loving. The idea of if I love you, then you're going to treat me a certain way. If I love you, you're going to love me back a certain way. If I love you, you're going to behave a certain way. This is not love. This is a trade. So to be free and move through this love block, just love. Just love. Just love without attachment. Love without expectation. Love without demand. Love because it's your own yoga. It's your own personal practice. It's your own meditation. It's your own prayer. It's your own spiritual practice to love. You will benefit, my friends. You will expand. Don't let your love be dependent on what you receive. That's the freedom. So when you love, look at, do you have any expectations of your giving? Do you have any expectations of your loving? If you do, check yourself. Love block number three. Love block number three is one that I think we've all, as human beings, we have all uh, faced this love block. Where you make one person the source of your love, where you make one person the source of your love. See, when you make one person the source of your loving, like they are responsible for your loving, then you close yourself off from the infinite possibilities of love and the infinite ways in which the universe can love through you. You block yourself. You block yourself from being truly open and receptive because no, love has to come from Susie. Love has to come from Johnny. Love has to come from Bob. Love has to come from Coot. Love has to come from this person. This is the only person that's going to love me or I'll never find another love like this ever again. Please realize that love is not simply a form. Love is bigger than form. All forms will change. Love is love. Love is freedom. And love can come in many forms. God, the divine, the infinite intelligence of life can love you through so many forms, so many people. But when you get attached, so we have to be aware of our attachment. When we get attached to our idea of how love has to look, love's got to look a certain way. When we get out attached to our idea of how love has to look, we end up limiting life, we end up limiting love, we end up blocking ourselves from the infinite flow of love in our life. We're not truly open. And so what I'm saying is, stay open to receiving love from life. Don't limit love to one person. That doesn't mean you can't be in a committed relationship. That doesn't mean you can't be deeply devoted in a monogamous committed relationship with one person. For sure, but that also doesn't mean that person will be capable or able to meet all and every single one of your needs. And depending on that, I'm saying just be open and available to receiving love from the universe in infinite ways. The universe is not limited to one person. God is in all people. So take a look. In what ways are you limiting life? In what ways are you putting all your expectations of love onto one human being or one person that they're ultimately not able to fulfill? You are love, my friends. I am love. We are all love. And it's our nature to love. The more you love, the more your heart expands. The more your heart expands, the more your capacity to love grows, the more life will give you to love as an exchange. So love big, love free, love fully. Because at the end of your life, the only thing that will really matter that you will care about is whether you loved or not and who loves you. Hey folks, I hope you enjoyed today's Soul Talk episode. Do me a favor, share it with your friends, share it with your family. Uh, Also go to iTunes, write a review on the Soul Talk podcast link and uh, share it on social media. As you know, I always love hearing from you. Coop Blackson at com. Send me an email. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your feelings from today's episode. And again, please be on the lookout. May the 4th, May the 4th, my new book is coming to you. Big hugs.